0: Shiny Charizard! 10 hours of gaming a day. This is the Concert Crusade Podcast. I am shiny hunting as we speak. My name is EJ Olsen. This is Nick Durheim. We're here to talk about some things today. I can't put my Switch down, Nick. I am addicted. Addicted
1: you're probably gonna want to put the switch down so we can actually record but you know <laughs> But
0: Nick the lures effect wore off. Do I want to use another one? Of course, I want to use another one keep using those max lures You got nothing else to spend your money on except well, I, for ultra balls every day I have to go fight all the gym leaders to get enough money so that I can go buy more balls and buy more lures and feed this fucking addiction
1: And don't forget to hit up the cerulean cave so you can pick up some
0: stardust and some some golden raz. Yeah, you need those raz, Dude, I am addicted. Like I said, the shiny hunting. I only had to work for a little bit this weekend, so I spent like 10 hours a day uh, on the couch for two days, just shiny hunting exclusively. Yeah, I
1: got a little sneak peek of about an hour and a half's worth of that, and it was impressive. I'll tell
0: you what. It was like looking at a photo of you for an hour and a half. Just lounging on the couch. <laughs> Dude, the the one thumb revolution with Pokemon Let's Go. I got to just absolutely veg, blanket up over my face, just making things happen. I have not found a shiny since then, so you must be a bad luck charm of some kind. You were the anti shiny charm, Nick. Did you not catch any any shinies during that uh that chat that we had? I don't think I did. Let me look okay. Let me update the good people with with my shiny adventures from this weekend, okay? I need to sort, put my fucking favorite on top. And the single Joy-Con play, like you're
1: saying, that is very comfortable, very nice. Although, I would hope, I don't think it's likely that they would do this, but I would hope that they would add the ability to map the B button to the trigger and then just keep the A on the bumper so you can truly not move your thumb off that stick. Yeah, right. It's a big bummer. They, they get both of the buttons on the top as being A buttons, which is nice
0: to A through, but you got to B out sometimes. It's funny how we complained about the, you know, the potential for these controls and how, you know, I still want, I really still want pro uh, controller support. Absolutely. Make it work exactly the way handheld works because I love the way that works. But I do like the Joy-Con and I found that catching Pokemon with the Pokeball accessory is infinitely better than the Joy-Con. Moving with the Pokeball sucks. Pressing buttons suck, but actually using it to catch Pokemon a lot easier, very satisfying. As far as my shiny update, I started off my run, Nick, with two blue ducks. I was chasing blue horses, but I got blue ducks instead. And by that you mean far fetched or a Magmar? What are you talking about there? Magmar is Magmar is not a duck. Okay, Dude, look Psyduck. at those lips. Those are that's a bill. <laughs> okay, he may share traits with the mallard. Yes, he is a duckish foe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yo, know, I got two blue side ducks, uh, which you know um, initially I was fucking pissed about. But then I spent some time with my blue boy, waddling around, grabbing his poor head. Dude, adorable. I fucking have that little guy following me everywhere. You love your shiny son now. Dude, he's he's fucking great. It's too bad
1: Golduck is not like as cool as a shiny. Oh, it's just blue. It's just blue.
0: It should be yellow. It should be Super Saiyan. That'd be so dope. Yeah, I would Can't be okay be. with that. Golduck was always worse than Psyduck anyway. Psyduck was an adorable little guy. Misty's troubled Psyduck. Is that right? From the anime, I don't remember if that's the TV. If that's the episode title, is that what we're talking about? No, it I just sounds mean like, like that's that's just it was okay. Misty's troubled Psyduck, right? Because it seems like an episode title, but it usually does. they go more for like a pun, you right? Know? Right. I followed up the ducks with a little ratata, not very happy about it. Pidgey, not very happy about it. Yeah, basic, basic. But then I was in a race with my brother who's who was just grinding. All he got was a a or a sparrow rather and. Uh, the Chansey when he was hunting blue horses, he he's like fuck this. I'm going to the power plant and I'm going to grind for you know everything. in The power plant's cool.
1: Uh, no, really, no. Dude, I don't like Magnemite. and I don't like Voltorb. Dude, the blue, the blue balls. You don't like the blue balls. I'm just saying, like the Pokemon themselves, not the
0: shiny versions. Oh, the I'm shiny. Insane. I would rock a blue ball. I'm familiar with blue what's balls. What's the what's the shiny uh uh Magnemite? The gold. Oh, dude, black and white, dude. Fucking cool. Black and white? Fuck. I would cool. love a shiny Magnemite. That'd be badass. And then the red electabuzz. So we're in there, and I was like, fuck you. I'm going to come in here. He was he had been grinding for hours, and we're, we're on Discord together. I was like, fuck you, dude. I'm going to jump in here. I'm going to catch a shiny right away. Dude, five minutes later, boom, red electabuzz. Boom. Caught his ass, dude. Andrew was That's so pretty pissed. Dank. So pretty dank. Dude, you so I'll admit time. it. That weird cat man. I went on Reddit, and I put out a, a bid, and I was like, listen, y'all. I've got you know, the X, Y, and Z. I would like to trade for Ponyta or a carp. It, before someone hit me up on there, I actually found my own shiny carp, which I promptly evolved into my badass, red ass Gyarados. Okay. Uh, and then I had someone pop on and say, hey, I'll trade a duck for the carp. So I got another carp. I got two shiny carps now so that I can leverage this as more trade bait. But Nick, the best shiny I got, fucking Abra. And I am not kidding when I say this was my only Abra encounter my entire playthrough. And it was shiny. Prior to that, you know, because I have my living decks completed. So to get all my Abra, one was from Pokemon Go. I caught a Kadabra. And then my brother traded me the Abra I needed. Because I had evolved the two, or the one I had into a Kadabra. I would evolved my other Kadabra to Alakazam. And then my brother just traded me the Abra so I could complete my living decks. So I ran into zero the entire game. Whatever. Boom. First one I fucking ran into. He's shiny. I'm in the air. And the thing that's fucked up about Abra is if he sees you, he'll teleport away. Really, I haven't actually. I didn't.
1: I didn't notice that. I would caught yeah. a few Abra's, and I never just noticed which direction they are facing because after a while, I kind of got over paying attention to that. I was like, "Oh, there's an Abra. I'll pick them up, whatever."
0: Because all the Pokemon disappear like that. You aren't phased by Pokemon vanishing in the overworld, but yeah, it's if it sees you, it'll disappear. So I'm, I'm right above Vermilion City, right outside of underground tunnel. Uh, you know, there's a little patch of water there. I was right above it on my Charizard. I see the Abra. I shit my pants because I had been grinding again for Blue Horses for like two hours. Nothing. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll go over and I'll try to get a shiny Porygon. Found a fucking Pidgey instead. Luckily, I was grinding Pidgey so, or chaining Pidgey so I didn't break my combo. I was like, okay, well, I got another Pidgey. Whatever. Okay. Well, I'll go see if I can grab a Growlithe. Shiny Growlithe. Okay. Pop down to Vermilion, right as I'm about to turn my console off. I'm like, ah, fuck it. It's getting late. Boom. Shiny Abra. I freak out. I'm in the air, so I can't get my support trainer, so I'm like fumbling with controllers like, what do I do? Oh my god, he's gonna teleport away. Pause my game, regroup. I'm over the water, so I just jump in the water. Luckily, his back is right to the edge of the, the pond there. I just jump in the water, and I hop, and I, I'm like, oh dude, fucking ambush, bitch. Abra's mine. I run, boom. Just kidding, motherfucker. Jigglypuff fucking pops up. Blew, fucking, I'm like, no! No! You Blue bulb. Fucking pink Bitch! And luckily, fucking ran. Abra was still there. Got my Abra. Boom. No big deal. So he's he, he, it's a Kadabra now. And I'm going to... Well, I wanted to trade it to Andrew to evolve it, Nick. But I don't trust him. Because he's also shiny hunting. Yeah, he's a skeevy boy. He's going to keep that. He's not going to give you my, my Alakazam back. And what color is the shiny Abra? Kind of just a pukey version
1: Ugh. of... I hate that. ...of itself. There's so many shiny versions that are just like, you know, it'd be great if we just made this Pokemon a gross green color. Yeah, it's pretty
0: unfortunate. It's just slightly pale, paler yellow. And then instead of brown, it's got kind of a, it's still brown, but it's more like uh got a very vague pink tint to it. But the shiny Alakazam, all the brown, his armor is just fucking hot pink. So he, That's cool. he, he's gold and hot pink. Yeah, it's super cool. That's that's very cool. at yeah, this
1: cool Saiyan armor, shoulders and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's seriously fucking badass. We pop this into the chat here. That's why I was so happy because my brother and I were going through. Uh, we were going through. The, Hell yeah. The net tight? <laughs> yeah. Um, we we were going through the list of all the original 151 because shiny Pokemon have gotten a lot cooler in recent years. But yeah, you, definitely.
1: And dude I can't remember? Do they actually sparkle in the Overworld too? Yeah. They, they because have a distinct. that Abra looks indistinguishable from a regular Abra. Just I would have never like, known. Just at a glance. Yeah.
0: W- no, yeah. It, it, they, they luckily, yeah, they do. They uh, sparkle differently than like a size variant. They have big old shiny, shiny sparkles. Well, sparkle. yeah, because
1: that's more of like a, the way it, like that's the red and blue. But when I think of sparkles, I'm thinking of like the
0: specular like light things that they do. Yeah, they're, they're basically really like cartoonish little sparkles. But so anyway... If you're listening to this uh, and you want to trade for my shiny carp and or a shiny Pidgey, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, Addy Jiggle. You can bug at uh, Press Till Death about it, uh, or you can hit us up. The email You know is uh, uh, feedback at consolecruchet.com, uh, or you can hit EJ or Nick up at you know Hit us all up. Bug us, questions, comments, concerns, but mainly I'm looking for a trade partner. If you have something really cool like a shiny Mewtwo, I'll give you my Pidgey, no problem. <laughs> Make that trade every day of the week. <laughs> Easy peasy. Oh, man. So, yeah. Yeah, Pokemon. I love the shiny grind. I watch it on YouTube. I do it myself. And my console is about to die. I'm going to lose my chain. I didn't consider that. That's very bad. I'm going to turn it off now. Where's my battery at? 2%. Ooh, going to turn that off. Oh, Nick. It's like playing the lottery, except for instead of winning money that you can spend on real things, it's just imaginary childish things from uh, my past. That I can't do anything with. And I'm perfectly happy with it.
1: Yeah, I know. It's really funny. You're talking about how you've never liked the grind in a Pokemon game. (laughs) And I I think about that. I think about that a lot. That is recorded. That is immortalized on the internet now. Like nobody's ever liked the grind in a Pokemon game. And what are you doing? You're just walking back and forth trying to find a different colored version of a horse. You idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: know. I don't know what it is.
1: You know what? It makes you happy, and that is all I care about. And that's all that we should all care about, is just do the things that make you happy. I stopped playing Pokemon Let's Go like last week. That's fine. I had a great time with it, put in like 40 hours. It was a wonderful shot of nostalgia to get me through the tail end of November. So, great. Now you're ready for for Let's Go Pikachu 2. Let's Go Pika V! Yeah, they just just, actually, it's funny you say that, but they just uh, trademarked that. Because that was the internal name for the Let's Go games. Apparently, right. I, don't know, I was reading some
0: rumor shit about that. Uh, I feel like not that the game is is hard up for sales, but it would have been a lot better if they had tried to they had distanced themselves from the from the Pokemon Go branding and had just stuck with some sort of standard naming convention. And this was just a remake of Pokemon Yellow, but they they stuck with the two game fucking two version release thing and they're trying to bring in the the Pokemon Go players which I think that was a huge fucking fail. I guess that that's totally I'm speaking out of my ass. It's anecdotal. I don't know a single player who picked this game up who only had played Pokemon Go before. It was like the, in my eyes a failed attempt to reach an audience that they were never going to reach. Like you said, we're not exactly the uh targeted
1: audience. Like of course we were going to be caught in the splash because you and I both love this generation of Pokemon in particular, but I haven't seen much of the marketing material. I don't know. It's running on TV on kids networks where you see like a lot of big commercials like you. You watch sports and like I will watch them with you sometimes. So That's where we get like the big like Xbox One, PS4 exclusive kind of commercials and seen right. Red Dead Redemption commercials and Call of Duty and B- Battlefield 5 and all that kind of shit. But it's, you're not going to see a Pokemon Let's Go commercial on ESPN or sports Center. So true. Maybe it's they. I mean, this year Nintendo, or I guess this year and the year before, they've partnered up a lot with uh, Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. Like you saw those, there's that cartoon uh, Wee Bear Bears, pretty cute. Not like great. It's just like three bears hanging out, and it's got like a nice little art style, very kid friendly, but also just like a easy cartoon. But that they was did, my old uh, band, a, dude. Three bears hanging out. It's a couple of hairy old dudes, fucking Josh. <laughs> but uh, there was a tie-in. They did a commercial with like that TV show doing Splatoon stuff. My mm. God, that's cool.
0: Okay. I mean, good for them. N- Nintendo's finally branching out. I mean, remember how dismal the marketing for the Wii U was. A double Yoshi exploshi. Oh my gosh. I like that very much. Sounds dirty. Dude, it's a real commercial. Ex- and I remember it. Exploshi my Yoshi, baby. Yeah, so maybe they, they...
1: Either they pitched a completely different marketing kind of strategy, or they went with a different marketing team, or I don't know how much of that is done by Nintendo internally. It's all kind of stuff that I find interesting, but that's the kind of stuff that never gets revealed or talked about. So it's it's all up to speculation,
0: basically. Nintendo is always playing catch-up and sort of stuck in last generation and and just sort of uh, they exhibit these out-of-date practices. But one thing they finally caught up with, seemingly, is they ditched their fucking... Nintendo creator program for creators on YouTube. And streaming on Twitch and other platforms yeah, too. Yeah. And so, you know, the old program, you had to be a partner, so you had to apply. You could only use certain clips from certain games. And the list was it was such a bogus list of approved games, a bunch of shitty NES titles and like uh and then you split the profits with some crappy split. And it was just a bogus program to just gatekeep the kind of content that was out there and for some reason Nintendo, they clearly didn't value creator content where it's like, I get it on one hand because they can't control it and they can't harness like the focus of like what that marketing is but every other company is okay with it and it's important and it's part of the culture now and Nintendo finally did away with it and they're okay now with people using clips from their games provided it's official released titles right <laughs> so right. it was funny that they mentioned that because it's the same week that smash bros leaked and everyone with a, a hacked switch you know people putting smash bros footage up online and stuff um, right but good for nintendo they, they launched the program in, in 2015
1: which is late i mean you think about the rise of streaming and that seems like a a very with a company like nintendo they're very you know Like you said, they're very conservative. They're very they love to have as much control over their like content as possible. So of course it seemed like a very reactionary thing. But it's like like you said though, Nintendo's also a little bit always a step behind. So the rise of Twitch probably, you know, got really big starting around like twenty twelve, and it just has grown and grown and grown, of course. So by the time twenty fifteen rolled around, Nintendo was like, well, I guess we can try and be like somewhat accommodating. That's like Nintendo being accommodating right there, basically saying, yeah, you know, you can make some of the money. That's them being, you know, oh, we're being so magnanimous with this, but I guess they just, the money wasn't matching up. They weren't making enough off of the profit sharing. It was too much of a hassle to keep track of the accounting as my guess, all these people that have to sign up and be approved by Nintendo. It's like, that's such a big hassle for what, I mean, you're just inhibiting people from, the prospect of even sharing their content with their, their followers, their viewers. And you're kind of inhibiting that kind of it's so big now. Twitch is so big and streamers are so big that it can really, it could push games sales too, especially for small games with like Nintendo games. I see a million people streaming. Let's go like people like what you're doing. You know, you're shiny hunting. I'm sure you've, you've watched people shiny. Hunt. You said oh, you're watching oh, videos yeah. of people doing that. So it's like people love that shit and people
0: It's it's just smart from a marketing perspective
1: to allow people to market your game for you.
0: See, my thoughts on this are kind of twofold. Because on one hand, so the old system, they would allow other creators to leave the Nintendo content up. Of course, at Nintendo's discretion. But YouTube would flag, it was kind of a part of this other agreement, YouTube would flag a certain amount of Nintendo content and then they would have to run Nintendo ads and all the ad revenue would go to YouTube and uh, uh, Nintendo. So, creators had no incentive to do anything anymore that included Nintendo content because they wouldn't make any money on those videos no matter how successful they were. And so, on one hand, that's shitty, but on the other hand, it's like, well, you're using their content. I know you're making your own content, but you're using your content to, you know, I, I don't agree with 100% split like, or 100% takeaway it should be split between the creator because it's not just uploaded gameplay footage they are still creating content using these assets so it's reasonable sometimes i mean there are people that do
1: just no commentary long plays where it's just like well do you want to watch someone beat the entirety of this nes game then yeah i mean it's a short game watch it for an hour so i mean that doesn't cut into their bottom line too much because what are you going to buy that on wii u virtual console like that's kind of an outdated platform and you're not like currently selling it so it gets kind of iffy with that, with like the old games, but with like new games, then sure, that's that's tough to like monetize and like be in the up and up, you know, be like totally scot like clean about that. And that's just a problem with YouTube as a platform in general and the way ad sharing and the revenue goes. It's just a whole big debacle. And I think Nintendo is just like, well, it's not worth it to us, so we're gonna take a step back, be a little more hands off, especially with a game that is as shareable and as streamable as Smash Bros coming out. They probably have had this plan like in the lineup for the past six
0: months. Good. they And they should have been, and it makes a lot of sense. And I just don't see what the problem is with if They're just like, we're going to take 50% of the revenue of any video that features our, our content. I'm like, good. That's totally, that should be exactly how it works. You deserve to make the money off of your product. And, sh- and I know a lot of streamers and a lot of YouTube content creators will bitch about that. Because like, well, I put in, it's like, no, you are using their product. The only reason people are watching your videos it's because you are streaming something that, you know, three million people bought or whatever it was, right? They're not watching it just because you're a fucking charming guy. That's not true. They're watching right. for the content that someone else created. So it stands the reason that you split that with them. What's so good now, that this is open to other people. That's great. 50-50 would be a very, very egregious split
1: though. Like I think with the Creators Club, it was something like 30-70 or 20-80 where uh, the the people streaming were making sixty lion's share of
0: it. of the revenue would go
1: uh two creators. Like if a streamer would have made two hundred dollars streaming for a week or whatever, and instead they get a hundred dollars and Nintendo gets a hundred dollars, who do you think that hurts more? You know, it hurts the streamer more, especially since Nintendo assumedly would be getting this this cut from how many streamers are streaming Nintendo stuff? Thousands. Yeah. So I mean I don't disagree I with know. that I, I err I err more on the quote unquote content creator side on that. Obviously, I I totally agree with you that it's Nintendo's IP and their, their property and their being the, they're allowing people to stream it, which is more than is required of them, but it's more of like a social, like it's the, it's the way people view it. It's the optics of it. Sure. It's the same. It's similar with, um, Atlas has been really weird about people streaming their games. Like I think Persona 5 had a thing where you couldn't stream past a, a certain chapter, like it would turn off console capability to stream on
0: ps4 i'm okay with that though because that's that's in a bid to like stop spoilers and like i'm not against that protect your content you know what i mean yeah it's just tough when
1: a lot like like you said the the vast majority of other companies don't really give a shit like you can stream whatever you want if i wanted to hop on and stream the entirety of a halo game it's not like microsoft's
0: gonna bust down my door you know again that's because nintendo in a lot of ways is coming you know they're kind of stuck in the past the reason we never got a Subspace Emissary sequel, again, is because uh, uh, Sakurai was fucking I almost said Hideo Kojima. Fucking Sakurai was pissed that they got spoiled and leaked on the internet before Brawl's released fucking all those years ago. And I was like, what a shitty reason.
1: Like, that sucks. Well, yeah. Like, like I said, though, that was 2008. That was still fairly early for like internet I video. I know. Like widespread internet video. And the Wii was the, Nintendo's first really like online capable console. The DS had the weird kind of Wi-Fi sort of connection, but it was very limited. But the Wii, you you downloaded games on the Wii. So it's just like Nintendo kind of dipping their toe in the water. It's hard for a big company to make widespread changes like rapidly because that's to be approved by a million different people. Well,
0: much bigger companies managed to do it in Microsoft and Sony. Hardly.
1: Sony, you're buying stores through a browser in 2006. They didn't actually launch their own store until about 2008. When Brawl came out, you got to think about the timeline. Like they're not, you you look back at it and you're like, oh yeah, they were just always doing this right. That's not the case. Every company had their growing pains.
0: They are clearly ahead of the curve. Nintendo is clearly behind the curve. I don't know who's stuck in the middle there, but this is a step in the right direction. And I hope that they stick with this and they don't start just flagging people and they still get shitty bullshit takedown notices. Because that stuff's still rampant like this, we've been hearing about this also with like
1: the shutting down of ROM sites and we've had other ROM sites pull without even being contacted by Nintendo. It's like, well, yeah, obviously people like rattle, like they, they shake the chains about this is bad news for game preservation and stuff like that. It's like, well, no, because all the games that you're being dinged for are games that Nintendo actually sells on like virtual console. They are available. You are just, you're using Nintendo's brand to sell ads on your website and, of course, you're going to get dinged for that eventually. Like, that's just inevitable. That's not a fair comparison. Yeah. And I feel like similar, similarly with the creator program, as far as an end user, as a person watching YouTube videos, the videos are still up. It's just that the creators were not making money off of the soundtracks that they ripped illegally and shared on YouTube. You know, it's like, if Nintendo's going to make the money off of my views of that, then that's fine by me. I just want to listen to fucking Donkey Kong country music.
0: I agree. But the problem for the hardcore YouTube community... And for people who are invested in that ecosystem. And to an extent, I am. I watch a lot of YouTube. The problem was that it de all the creators that I watch from ever doing Nintendo content. Like the, It's so like the Game Chasers, for example, who I've been watching since 2012. I started doing some work for them last year. And they just completely stopped. They completely stopped. And I remember chatting with them about it. And they're like, "There are, there is zero reason for me to want to do this. Because we didn't accept it with the creator program. And so if I do make a Nintendo video, they're taking all my profit. Why put in the time to shoot and edit and upload this? And and so now it's, and that sucks for me as a consumer of this content. Where You know, I want to, I want them to make videos on the things I love. And when it comes to video games, I love Nintendo above all else. For some reason, I don't know why, but I do against my better judgment. Well, it goes to the, it goes to the point that you, that you mentioned earlier where you only love it like, are you
1: only loving their content because they're doing Nintendo stuff or are you're going to keep watching their stuff if they do something with Sega, like old school Sega or like old school Atari? You're probably not going to give a shit about Atari, but Fuck like, no. you know, you like the guys and that's what you're, that's what you're there for. So to an extent
0: they just can't ride the coattails of Nintendo is what you're saying. Basically. I often won't watch if they do an episode on some old fucking Sega games or a lot of times they, they literally do those guys specifically do a ton of old Atari shit Old fucking Odyssey shit, old like uh, Vectrex and ZX and different,
1: Spectrum.
0: You know, uh, yeah. And it's like I don't, I don't care about that. I wanna, I wanna see things about the consoles I owned and played and, and love. And right, a lot yeah. of those are Nintendo. And so now we'll see how things go. I hope it works uh, for everybody. But one of the areas, Nick, that Nintendo is actually ahead of the curve on in a lot of ways. Miniature consoles. They weren't the first. But they were the first to do it well. And, and right, yeah. part, partly because that's brand recognition, name recognition, but also like nobody wants to play fucking, uh, you know, Atari games, but they want to play Nintendo I, games. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've been saying it for years and years. The yeah. NES was the first console that had good games. Playable games. and you, Not a lot of good not games. Not <laughs> like, And I will say this again. Also, there's maybe like 10 really good games in the NES. Everything else is like unplayable currently or have like a hundred percent objectively better versions of those games
0: yes like, no agree. one
1: wants to play legend of zelda on nes just play link to the past just play links awakening they're just better versions of that game
0: but it's the nostalgia is a huge factor
1: yeah 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 and i get that like totally like if you want to play that and experience it and like walk down memory lane just don't drag me along because i don't have the memories and the lane sucks and it's not fun to walk on
0: right everyone's going the wrong way it's too hot tar on the road
1: full of potholes they have to bomb to find a cave Ugh.
0: Oh, my God. Well, Nintendo did this, and Sony followed suit. We talked about the Sony, the PS Classic, a few episodes ago. It came out, and as, Nick, as you put in our show notes here, you said, sucks dick, I guess. Big surprise. And that's about the reaction (laughs) we anticipated we would have when, inevitably, it sucked and didn't sell.
1: We don't know if it's not going to sell. I never thought, I never had any, like, prognostication or predictions about whether or not this was going to be a big holiday item or whatever initially you're like a hundred dollars that's probably too much but also you know the game list is a bit too weird like it's broad enough to capture a lot of different people's attentions like it's it's got a little bit of everything for everyone right to to an extent like if you had a, a ps1 you probably had one of these games at least or you knew about one of these games. You had a neighbor who had one of
0: these games. Probably right? one of these games. At least one. <laughs> Probably close to one, given some of the games on this list that nobody played.
1: Right, but it's just really weird that they chose to put PAL versions of eight yeah. of these games on there that run at 50 hertz on a 60 hertz display. Like, what are you doing? It's just, it it's just, just sh- runs slow-mo. Yeah.
0: It's and bad. the fighting
1: games, the two fighting games on here are in 50 hertz. Yeah.
0: It, it doesn't make any sense, and it's uh, too expensive, and we talked about that, but people reviewing it are th- just destroying this machine. It's too
1: expensive for them to go to the ROM site that they're downloading all this stuff from and just get the ISOs from an NTSC version of
0: no, I'm, fucking Tekken 3? No, I'm saying the fucking console's too expensive. Oh, that's okay, why it's. Okay. I thought you were saying, like, internally. It's, no, yeah. It's too, too much money for a fucking mess of a system, and so whatever sony uh, you again they did this with the fucking the move controllers and they did this with p- trying to rip off smash bros and like they're always trying to bite nintendo in some which way. is fine obviously you know you want competition
1: you don't want nintendo to be the only one making consoles you got to have the the mega drive and the genesis to push nintendo to fight back and make a super nintendo you know so whatever do that's well. fine well yeah you do have to do it well like that's why I'm disappointed in this twofold. Yeah. Like, I didn't want this. And it's also not driving anyone to do it any better. It's if anything, it's gonna poison the market and be like, well, we can't make one of those because look how poorly Sony did. It seems like only Nintendo has the special sauce. Yeah. Which, you know, probably pretty valid. Like I wouldn't be very interested in like a Saturn classic or whatever the fuck no. Sega would do. They no. can't even do their Genesis classic, right? They canceled that and pushed it back and which, you know, by all means do that because At Games is not qualified to make that thing. They've tried many times to do little miniature versions of their old consoles with horrendous results with someone that can
0: actually emulate the platform properly. Nick, I'm looking at our show notes and I realized I should have segued into something different because it would have been a better segue talking about revenue sharing. (laughs) But I didn't want to point it out, but yeah, two back to
1: back killer segways right there. Bravo, sir. it was gonna say
0: the last one worked out just fine, and yeah, so I say I'm getting on my segway game because normally it's an awkward thing where it's like okay, fuck this next thing, and I have to cut out the dead space and whatever. But yeah, I'm trying to you know I'm okay. trying to work on it. Buddy. EA cutting out the dead space. Oh oh oh, rough. Uh, but but going from Nintendo creator program revenue sharing to Steam changing its revenue sharing program would have been a much better segue, but. Alas, here we are.
1: Another good segue is to just acknowledge it completely and be like, this is what we're changing our topic to.
0: (laughs) Well, boom. Guys, this is what we're changing our topic to. Steam changes revenue sharing program. You explained this to me briefly because I didn't see this. Uh, uh, Give me a a rundown uh, for the people here.
1: Well, as it was before, Steam would just take a 30% cut whole cloth of your sales. From any developer, right? Any developer, yeah. And well, with the caveat of... It, ta- it costs like $500, I think, to publish a game on Steam to like get it onto the platform. Okay. And that first $500 that you make in sales is yours. And then everything else after that is 30% cut. Okay, very cool. So now they're changing it to, they take a 30% cut up to $10 million in sales. Then it switches over to a 25% cut. So they take a little bit less. And then after $20 million in sales, they take 20% cut. So it's rewarding the big sellers on the platform. Which people are like, okay, that's fine, but we want you to promote the smaller stuff. So we want to make it, you know, discoverability would be nice or, you know, some way for like the curation programs, like they're there, but they don't work right. They don't, they're they not good. Yeah. So it's more of a discoverability and a promotion kind of problem right now. Steam's more like, yeah, we're catered to the big sellers because that makes us the most money. And it's just like, okay, well, fine. But that, this came out on Friday steam's revenue sharing change but now epic games creators of fortnite maybe you've heard of it are (laughs) launching a a sales platform where they'll be selling games and they announced right out the bat you know whole cloth no matter what we're taking just 12
0: percent of your sales And, and to quote you nick epic dunked steam into the mantle of the Earth, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just like accurate. Steam
1: made this like big announcement, like, "Oh yeah, you know, we're just we're we're being so like friendly, you know, we're trying to be friendly to developers." And Epic's like, "Fuck it, we're making so much money, y'all do whatever you want. We'll just sell your shit, right?" And like even last uh, when was that? That was like a year ago. So Epic, also known for the Unreal Engine, Unreal Engine Four is like a ubiquitous engine in the uh, the game development space. Right. And they changed it so they have an asset store built in. So if you're like, "Oh, I want to either demo a game or put this use these assets in a real game, you know, you could buy a tree model from the asset store and put it in your game or the free assets and that's why you'll you'll see pre-made game like a lot of these asset flipping videos and people like mad about that. A lot of that is from Unreal, but it's from Unity also, but they have these asset stores so you can make your game without having to Worry about creating all the things in it necessarily, right? And they changed their sales on that, so people would make these assets and put it on the store, and then Epic would take a cut, and they changed their profit share revenue, their revenue model on that also last year and made it more charitable, I guess you could say, yeah, to the people who made the assets, and they're just like, oh, you get a bigger cut. And I think that Unreal Engine, they have like a couple different models for games made in their engine. So they'll do a profit sharing or if you're a big company using an Unreal Engine 4 for your your game, you can just pay them a lump sum and they won't take any more cuts from the game. But -hmm. if you're like an indie developer, they'll just take like 10% of your profits. And they said if you're selling it through the Epic Game Store, they're not taking any of your profits from that. So it's just the 12% that you would normally give them for having your game in the store.
0: Got it. That's good. Uh, Creating more creator-friendly practices, you know. It, it's better for everybody. Yeah, it's good stuff.
1: And it's Epic making a big statement saying, hey, big, big publishers, do you want to put your games on the Epic store and not Steam store? You're going to make more money off of it. Everyone already has the Epic launcher installed because everyone's playing Fortnite. If you have a PC, like you probably have Fortnite installed. So
0: right. check it out. Man, people, these companies still coming after Valve thinking they're going to they're gonna give them a run for their money. And you know, it's possible, but Steam is still ubiquitous so
1: and of course like the AAA publishers would rather have you buy their game off of their own personal stores like ea has yeah. origin you or ubisoft has you play like they're trying to push you that way because they want that 100 percent as opposed to the 70 percent they're getting from steam or on ps4 and xbox one and switch like they all have revenue sharing as well right that's the way that's the platforms are going to make their money yeah
0: last thing i want to chat about before we kind of get into some smash bro hype you know because this is releasing, Nick, the day before Smash Bros. releases. Ow! Ooh! So, <laughs> that's that's exciting. Uh, the last thing, and, and I don't want to really dive into this too much because I didn't want it to on the last pod when we talked Game Awards, but we've gotten some of the Game Award leaks. We heard there was like either 9 or 12 titles that are supposed to be announced uh, or, or touched on at Game Awards. And it's like, that could yeah, be Yeah, I said anything. over
1: 10. Yeah, yeah. And like last year, you know, you got some, actually, I don't remember what, b- the biggest thing I remember from last year was Bayonetta 3 from yeah. Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But everything else was kind of like, like the premier indies, like the people who made Firewatch their next game or the people who made, uh, God, what was that? Off- There's like some awfully long name that was like someone who lived in the house down the way or whatever. <laughs> they got like some, sh- some shooter coming out. That was the Witchfire game. I just remember that trailer looking really cool. Or, like, check it out. Here, we're making another payday thing that looks like payday, but it's called GTFO. It's like, oh, yeah. GTFO, right? right. So, I don't, I don't know. Like, there's no really indication of the the size of how big these game announcements are going to be. Probably going to be middling, I would imagine. Maybe like yeah. one or two big splashy ones, but then like a lot of cool, like, oh, that's cool looking little
0: indie. Well, so, so. The, the list of things that we are rumored to. You know, we potentially get here. Crash team. And a lot of Racing, this stuff
1: is a lot of this stuff is not necessarily attached to the game awards. But if it's if stuff's leaking in this
0: time frame, like coming up to yeah, the game awards, then it are. seems like yeah, yeah. That of course. So, Crash Team Racing remake, which I am so on board for. Crash made a comeback. Spyro made a comeback. They both did well. There's totally room in the market for for a, a fun, cartoony, outlandish cart racer.
1: Especially this late in the generation, Activision's not going to be, I wouldn't be surprised if
0: there's no Call of Duty next year. I I would be. Have they ever missed a year in the last like million years?
1: Not since they started with Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4 in 2008, 2007. Yeah. 10 years, dude. So I'm just saying like they could do like, or at least I wouldn't be surprised if they did like a smaller kind of thing that was scope wise. Just like, here's another Call of Duty, still no story, still the same blackout like new like new maps or, yeah. or just a story and like new maps and stuff like that
0: sure uh we're also rumored to finally get this prime trilogy that we've been talking about for fucking two years that'd be dope i'd be dope yeah i'd be super stoked I'd, I'd be dope. i mean, I bought it
1: yeah I, I must spoke i'm sorry you can edit that out if you want but you're not going to <laughs> i bought prime trilogy on wii u and i started it with the intention of going through it all again because i had only i only owned prime 2 on the gamecube yeah and then I wanted to play all three all three with the Wiimote because it seemed like a good way to play. But if there's a remake or like a, a remaster and they can get the controls feeling good, that'd be very nice. Yeah, I
0: do. Batman. Okay. We're about due for another Batman game. Sure. Yeah, a WB Montreal
1: Batman game. Okay. So they're the ones that did Arkham Origins.
0: Mm, sort of the uh, the most pan The black sheep of the family. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed collection, which leaked on like a, like a French retailer website or something.
1: Yeah. A few of these have also been like leaked by retailers. Yeah. So Assassin's Creed for the switch. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Uh, it's worth noting that it's probably not the Ezio uh, collection because this also was shown to be on uh, Xbox and PlayStation platforms. So it's not like they would have a new version of that again.
0: Yeah. Uh, that, that is interesting. I, you know, I'd be okay with like a, so what is it going to be like? rogue and black flag stuff like that around there i'd be so i'd be really honestly those are the two i have played uh, two i beat two i played the most and enjoyed very much i'd be perfectly happy with a uh, black flag on the switch it'll probably look and run like shit but i'll give just it a like go they always do just like they always do i <laughs> bought a, a fucking 780 ti back in 2014 2013 spent like 800 bucks on it because i was like i wanted fucking black flag to run better I was like do you see that stutter? Do you see that stutter?
1: It wasn't it was not just the stutter, it was also the tearing. I remember that distinctly. Yeah, the
0: tearing. Oh man.
1: That turned out to be like a hard drive problem and like all oh, this kind of I and mean, that's a weird thing. That really? That is like endemic
0: of the joy of PC gaming right there. Yeah, well, honestly, I've completely moved away from PC gaming. Just it's a product of of the time and the upkeep. It's way
1: too expensive for the returns that you're getting in this current like the way everything costs right now, it's not a good time to get into PC gaming.
0: No, and I, I've gotten to a point where I still think thirty frames per second is a fucking failure, and you shouldn't strive to lock your game at sixty because it's an infinitely better experience. But it's like, guess what? I Don't can't lock it. Unlock it.
1: We want infinite scalability. No, one hundred forty four hertz monitor, two forty eh. hertz, four K.
0: Yeah, I want it to be. Consistent, whatever it is, which is why I like playing Horizon or playing Spider Man, it's like, or even God of War, which I locked to 30 because I would prefer a consistent, constant 30 than, you know, 44 that dips to 30 and spikes to 60. And it's like, I don't want that. That's not fun. That's not enjoyable to look at. It doesn't feel right. Uh, so, but but I just, it's a part of the time and also because most of the games I'm playing are, are exclusive. Uh, to the console I'm playing them on. A lot of PlayStation exclusives, for example, or Switch exclusives, or they're a game that makes sense on the Switch, and it's like, well, I could play it. This this is probably better on the PC or on the PlayStation, yeah. but it's the you fucking don't Switch. A,
1: you don't need a rip-roaring PC to run Dead Cells. Yeah, no shit.
0: Dragon Age 4 is rumored to be shown at the Game Awards this year.
1: They straight up said that they're showing Dragon oh, Age are they, 4. they were they the yeah.
0: ones who announced this? Okay. Yeah. So I saw someone on Twitter was talking about this today. And it seems interesting that, okay, Dragon Age 4 is going to be shown, yeah, it's years and years away. Okay, is this Anthem Maybe. Trouble? This is because this is what Bethesda did with, you know, they had Fallout 76 coming out, and so they showed that they had fucking, uh, oh, god damn it, help me out, Nick, why is my brain failing me? They showed Elder Scrolls 6, which again, start fucking 10 years out, and then, yeah, in Starfield, you know... Uh, ease people into this this terrifying new world the thing is there
1: though like yeah it's similar in that Bioware hasn't done a like multiplayer kind of games of service kind of game yeah but at the same time EA doesn't have that worry and EA is the one calling the shots here EA doesn't give a shit about Bioware they've made that abundantly clear right and they're only showing Dragon Age 4 because they want to show it
0: all right you don't think there's there's any internal worry there about the future of current developments no, okay,
1: I do not think that that is necessarily saying anthem's gonna suck. that's why we're showing you the next thing. I think it's just part of the marketing strategy sure. and this the the beats and they know okay, yeah, anthem is out in three months, two months oh God you think that's it's out on february twenty second that's that's one of those February dates, you know, so obviously they need to start like hyping up the next thing. I wouldn't be surprised if Dragon Age is a like spring 2019 game or a 2020 game. So you got to gotta start talking about that eventually. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And they've got two teams. I'm, I'm assuming they've got two separate teams working on like each game. So
0: whatever. Dude, I'm stoked for the game awards. I honestly am, man. I'm, I'm going to be up. I've had to rearrange all the things in, in my personal life because of work. But so Thursday now, Nick, I have a doctor's appointment at noon And then I am free. So as soon as you're awake, we're going to get some fucking Thai food. We're going to watch the Game Awards by the light of the Christmas tree. Dude, my Christmas tree is looking real good this year, too. Freaking (laughs) Ah! (laughs) stoked! Yeah, it's going to be some good stuff. Good stuff. Dude, Smash Bros. Dude, we're 48 hours out from when we're recording this. A day away from when this goes up.
1: Right. So you mentioned Smash is leaked. Have you had anything spoiled
0: for you or that you'd consider spoiled for you? I have been completely spoiler free. I haven't watched any videos. I've barely watched the stuff Nintendo has officially released because I just Hmm. want to go into Smash Bros. as clean as possible and play a game that I love with people that I love. You know, I don't want, I don't, I don't need all the, the fucking shit in between. I just want to get there and and get it done.
1: I haven't seen anything that I would consider spoilers. It's mostly just people talking about, well, like the mechanics and like, oh, this character, you know, with the like they showed off in some of the directs, like, oh, you can charge in midair. So, a characters like Mewtwo, there's some interesting kind of stuff with like, oh, you can charge cancel when you land. And it's like that kind of like really nitty gritty kind of stuff that I find interesting, but I also probably won't really interact with too much depending on who I'm trying to play as, right? And then I saw a uh, person kind of give their feedback and their opinion on. Uh, the world of light stuff because they did show that trailer that it seemed like it was a bit of like a story kind of thing. And they said that they had watched all the trailers and they just sort of gave their opinion like, Oh yeah, do not expect this to be like subspace emissary they, they, they said that for a reason. Yeah. Don't let your hype levels get too much for that. And I'm only sharing that with you because I don't want you to have that expectation and have that experience tainted for you unduly. I know. And you, you warned me in the last podcast I just don't like seeing you get hurt, man. Well, I just want you to enjoy it and have a good time and appreciate what it is
0: for what it is, not for what you hoped it would be. See, again, I understand the frustrations with Subspace, but I don't want another battle mode, strict battle mode that's just punctuated by cutscenes. I don't want that,
1: and I do agree. I, I would have liked the uh, the larger kind of ex- exploratory, uh, platforming kind of sections, and I've seen multiple video essays kind of trying to break down whether or not that's actually good or if it was just like a, a huge novelty that we just remember because it was so distinct and like memorable. And (sighs) I don't know, man, I wonder. I don't know. I haven't played brawl uh, in a long time. I think the last time I played was with you at the beach, like maybe three years ago. So, and that was like just in between getting like setting up project M. Right. right. I don't think we touched even the subspace. Uh, I think the last time I played subspace was, when you're living at the townhouses, and we played it on
0: the big screen, like projector projector TV, you know? yeah. So that was a long time ago. That was like 2012, 2013. Because we played a lot of Project M right, right before I moved to Eugene, and because that was 2015. Like was that 2015? 20, when did Smash you know, Four well, come out? It was 20 end of 2014. Was when Smash Four yeah.
1: came out. So it must have been like summer 2015.
0: Well, no, because we we haven't touched Project M since Smash Four came out. We were playing it in the lead up, and we got super back into Smash, and we got the Project M going, and we go over to the zone over at Trevor's house, fucking all yeah, the time, yeah. and and hook that up. Yeah, and you're
1: probably right. I just remember it's all a blur, you know. Obviously, so
0: because once it came out on yeah. 3DS, we never touched Project M again because we okay. had our modern Smash, and then obviously Smash came out on uh, on Wii U. Yeah, you must have you must have brought it to the beach that I brought year. Melee then. to the beach. Oh, okay, um, the first year have, or two we went.
1: I just don't know. Did you not have it set up in 2014 then? Because I remember playing Project M at the beach. Maybe
0: I brought. Maybe we did bring it. Maybe we did bring Project M to the beach, but it would have been before. Uh, yeah, Smash. 4 or maybe that out. could have been like one of the years that uh, Jordan came and maybe
1: he had it set up on his Wii. Uh, I don't know. Time flies and we're that's getting a possibility because little... there was another one I remember playing that was similar to Project M, where it was a brawl hack. It was called Brawl Plus or like mm. Brawl Plus Plus. It was just ridiculous. Like Yoshi had three jumps or four jumps, I guess. Why like, it was. The philosophy behind the design of the hack was to just to make everybody OP, so that was the balancing. Everyone is broken, so it's just fun. (laughs) I mean, Smash Bros. is fun enough as it is. Do we really need... I mean, why mod a game if you're not going to make it crazy? Why mod Skyrim if you're not going to put Thomas the Tank Engine as as a
0: dragon, you know? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Like Macho Man sounds. (laughs) Fair enough. Miss Elizabeth! Jesus, dude. Friday, I work in the morning, Nick. So I can't be up crazy, crazy late Thursday. Friday's just going to be a, I'm just going to suffer. I have a feeling I'm going to have like a 5 a.m. shoot that day. It's going to be something yeah, stupid. I'm sorry. I feel bad for, for you. But luckily we're picking the game up at 9, not midnight. So that's nice. We can yep. play for a couple hours. I can mm-hmm. I can try to get to bed by... Fuck, I don't know. Oh, God, I'm dreading it. I'm dreading it already. But, you know, that's, uh, that is what it is. It's going to be good, man. I'm excited. I'm really excited to get you guys back down here and... I just do the smash thing you guys did that this summer you trev and max came down and that first day you guys were all here all we did was play smash and i was like dude this is this is great doing this all over again i couldn't do this every day but i could do this every day this weekend yeah and it was nice i had like just a good
1: little rotating couch like we would do some four player we would do some one v one someone else would also be like in the kitchen making some some coffee or whatever just yeah it's good times man just spending a few hours smashing with your bros
0: Dude, smashing my bros with some smashed bros. I said that wrong. I don't know. (laughs) Do do I need to get you a bed before you come down here? You are upset. You've been talking about
1: this bed for, I swear to God, weeks. What is with you in offering me a bed? Because I just feel like you sleep like shit. I've slept like shit because it's like 100 degrees outside and you don't have AC. So the only way to cool it down is to open the window. And then I get woken up by just crazy cars because you live on the side of a highway, apparently.
0: (laughs) Okay, it's going to be much cooler here because we don't really run the heater in the front room. we have a little space heater we run because our radiant ceiling heat fucking sucks so you'll be nice and chilly by the time you go to bed good god that is perfect I assure and i'll i be all right i'll be far down away from the ceiling unlike you
1: you know you're uh you brush your head up against that popcorn ceiling so like <laughs> you're, you're getting the brunt of it i'm gonna be on the ground like a like a peasant enjoying it. I'll get you a fan. I too. got my I got my air mattress. I'll be good to go. You okay. got me the box fan. You're very accommodating. I appreciate. Try to be. you don't, but you don't need to buy me a mattress. That is a weird offer.
0: Well, it's like you know, you keep a twin mattress in the garage just for this very occasion. Someone comes over and it's like, well, I'll get you at least a decent mattress to sleep by. You don't have to sleep on the fucking couch.
1: If you're going to do anything, just like set me with like an Airbnb, you know, just really coddle me. <laughs> okay. I want to be pampered. You know, I
0: deserve it. I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Expense it. You know, use your, your AX card. <laughs> right. Well, Amex action, baby. Oh, man. Well, I feel like there's not a lot to say about Smash Bros. other than, dude, it comes out and we're stoked for it. Because, again, I, I've, I'm I've i clean on that game right now. Not, not a lot's gone in my brain about it.
1: I will say... I am a bad boy, and I did listen to pretty much every single new track. <laughs> Not like any of the the Smash Bros. like story mode tracks that are all just variations of Life Flight or whatever. But like, there's some good new songs, man. Dude, I'm hyped.
0: That is such a Nick thing. I cheated and I listened to the soundtrack. Like, well, yeah. I mean, all those fucking channels got shut down. Nintendo copyright strike them all. So guess who just hit me up? Hit us, us up. Up, old Dre Chavez. Like, we podding tonight? Sorry, buddy. You were you were at work, and we had to get this done as asap as possible.
1: Well, and if he listens to this, then he'll know that. Like I tried telling you, man, we started at
0: like five forty-five. But and by the time he would have gotten work, was getting at six, six thirty. Set up, figuring out. You should yeah, you should have seen the last time or the only time we did a remote pod together, just Dre and I, trying to get him just to grasp the concept of the countdown, was a real challenge. And it didn't even work out that well. It was a real nightmare to edit. To be fair, you don't have a metronome, and you don't have my skill
1: in explaining how things work. All right, I'm very good. I'm a good teacher. I'm very I'm articulate. Best. I'm. Good. I can enunciate with exceptional skill. Mm, I can't. I, I'm. I'm. I'm fucking mush mouth. I stutter. Well, maybe we can do like a little test pod. You know, do like a do like a ten minute recording with Andrew. Just to see how it lines up and how it
0: matches up and if we can get the sound and the talking good. I'm down to do that while I eat dinner, but I, if we're going to get this up tomorrow morning, like I said, i got to fucking just edit all night and it's already getting late. So we, we can do that. I'll get my dinner and you can get Andrew on here and we'll chat with him. We'll explain to him. Dre, we're so sorry, but it's just the way it had to be. Yeah, we'll butter him up with uh, with uh, pleasantries. You know, I wish he would come down this weekend. The fucker, he's got blazer game or something I don't know but guys this is the console crusade podcast like I said hit us up on the old social media at console underscore crusade I'm Addie jiggle this is precious to death hit us up feedback at console questions comments concerns do we have any listener mail that I need to dive into right now before I didn't we see anything before we cut you didn't see anything okay okay fair enough you could change that by emailing us
1: or tweeting at us or just you know interacting with us in general find our email addresses our personal ones Figure out my phone number. Don't my don't do ISP. That. Don't
0: do that. Steal, steal my my identity. That's a bad idea. You're asking people for that now. What's gonna happen? Come at me. Shadows <laughs> out of here, bro. bibbidi bobbidi boo. Damn it.